Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're wild. You're wild. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody. Good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, Angela Yee. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. What the hell is Envy? Um, he's going to Vegas today for the iHeart Festival. Oh, that is this weekend, isn't it? But he booked his flight for during the show. Oh, okay. So yeah, he'll. um The hell, he got to get there before everybody else. For he setting up or something? I have no idea. Oh. But well, I'll be out in Vegas later today. Okay. Which I'm excited for. Yesterday I had my Wealth Wednesdays at our juice bar, Juices for Life in Brooklyn. We were talking about student loan debt. I know you didn't go to college, so you didn't have nah, student loan debt. I don't have student debt. loan debt. You know what I'm saying? Clean out here in these streets. Right. Which is a very, uh, student loan debt is a very stressful thing. I wouldn't know. I know you wouldn't know. Yeah, neither would my wife. You know why? Because I'm doing okay out here in these streets. Drop on the clues bonds for me, goddamn. Right. Well, she would have paid off her student loan debt by now. Yeah, because of me. It's, it's gone. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. I remember when I finished paying off my student loans, I had a little party. Because it was every single month. You okay. think you got a little money? Nope. You got to pay them student loans. Mm. But yeah, so it was an interesting talk for everybody who has student loans trying to figure out, should I consolidate my loans? How do I pay them off? How does yes. that affect my credit? When I actually get a student loan, do I even know what they are? You've heard of Sally Mae. I heard of her. Is she a real person? Is she like the colonel? That's what I was asking. What does Sally Mae look like? Now it's Naviant. Because I didn't. A new creditor. I, I didn't know the cupcake lady was real, too. What's the cupcake lady name? Miss Debbie? Little not Debbie? Debbie? Not Little Debbie, the other one. That's here in New York. The little mini cupcakes. Oh, Melissa's. Melissa. I didn't know she was real. Then I met Melissa. So Sally Mae. You think they just made person? up the name Melissa? Like, I don't be knowing. We should call these cupcakes Melissa's. That's right. <laughs> but she's actually a real person. She's kind of young, too. All right. Yeah, yeah. She, I think she was up here. I, w- I would be going to uh, Vegas, but I'm on baby watch. My, uh, my my third daughter is due any day now. Three daughters. And, you know, I didn't want her to have another C-section because we had to have a, sec- a C-section for my second daughter mm-hmm. because she came a month early. But, you know, and they'll tell you that you have to have another C-section, but she doesn't have to have another C-section. She can right. have a regular vaginal birth. So she's been going to get her acupuncture, and I've been softening her cervix with my semen. Ugh. And, you know, hopefully... Nobody wanted to do Hopefully <laughs> soon. You know, it'll be here any day now. Man, y'all yes. got to have an even four girls. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, you mean even four girls? Yeah, like no. after this, no. one more girl. No, I'm good. I'm done. Okay, I'm going to just accept my karma for what it is. How okay. can you prevent yourself from having another uh, girl? Um, uh, In vitro. Oh, so you are going to have another baby. No, I'm not. I'm done. So how can you prevent that? What, is, what are precautions are you going to take? I don't know, because I'm not getting uh, my... Tubes tied. I can't get you, my tubes tied. Well, okay, get, okay, lady, <laughs> lady Charlotte. I'm not getting. What's the thing that the man got from Marty? A, a vasectomy. That's real. Is a vasectomy real? Yes, I'm not. It getting It wasn't that. real for Antonio Cromartie. Yes, I'm not getting one of those. He had twins after he had a vasectomy. I'm not getting one of those. She's not getting her tubes tied, but I don't plan to have one. So any, then, how are you going to prevent that? I don't know yet, but I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, so fourth girl say, next year. I was going to say birth control until your people came up here with that oh, whole the kill the pill movement. Yeah. Acting like birth control is killing everybody out here. Yeah, birth control, uh, you shouldn't just... Well, 
They said basically they tell you to take the birth control pill for everything because mm. your period's too heavy, you have acne, uh, weight issues, and so people take it for those reasons and not necessarily for preventative measures. But it is important to know what you're putting in your body. I just don't want to have no more kids. Okay. <laughs> and the way I feel right now, if I mess up and have another fourth child, I ain't going to love it because I didn't yes, want Yes, you will. I'm going to be honest. And I'm, I'm going to play gonna. this for your fourth daughter at her. Um. Lord have mercy. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get this show started with front page news. We are going to talk about how an innocent man was freed from prison thanks to Golf Digest. Oh, okay. It's an interesting story, and uh, yeah. And we got a special guest this morning. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly will be here. Oh, wow. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly will be here. I, I want to call him a bad boy recording artist, but he don't really seem to have no affiliation with bad boy. And, and it, you know, these stupid people has online... Has he been in a Ciroc ad? No. And he's, he might have been. And these stupid people online think that just because uh, we're partnered with Revolt that I like Rap Devil because MGK signed a Diddy. Diddy don't... I don't even think Diddy like MGK. You know what? I thought the same thing. What? That Diddy don't like MGK, right? No, that you actually oh. like Machine Gun Kelly because of Revolt. I don't like, I don't dislike Machine Gun Kelly. I just like the record. I'm, you, I don't like his, I'm not a fan of his music like that. I okay. will check out his new project, though, Binge, tomorrow. All right. But he'll be here this morning. All right, perfect. So well, we'll talk to him, okay? Uh, what's the first song we're playing? Oh, I got it right here. Here you go. No, I don't. Drake. And my feelings, it's Drake. Yes. I know you haven't heard this yet. There you go. Get ready to dance. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Hey. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee. That is Drake featuring the City Girls and Shiggy. Okay? In my feelings. Now, uh, Yee, what's the... I'm about to say, what's rumor report? <laughs> oh, well, let's talk about a man who was go. wrongfully convicted, has walked out of a Buffalo courtroom. This happened yesterday. And this is the first time that he has been outside in almost 30 years. Valentino Dixon is his name, and it's all because of Golf Digest. that set off a whole series of events. Now, he was incarcerated for 39 years to life, and that's when he started drawing again, which was something he did in his childhood. And one day, the warden gave him a, pic a picture of the 12th hole at Augusta National Golf Course, and that's when he started drawing golf courses. They started sending those pictures to Golf Digest magazine in 2012, and then because of that, they investigated his story of why he was in prison and found out that the case is very complicated, but there was shoddy police work, zero physical evidence, conflict conflicting testimony of unreliable witnesses. They said basically they railroaded him and he ended up in prison for something that he did not do. Really? Yes. And they actually had another person, Lamar Scott, who is the person who admitted to killing 17-year-old Toriano Jackson on a Buffalo Street corner back in 1991. But Scott said he got the murder weapon from Dixon. So that's why it wasn't Dixon that actually did the murder. Someone else had confessed, confessed to it. So after these pictures started appearing in Golf Digest, that's when students at Georgetown University started investigating the case even more. Only thing I got from this story was that he was inspired by a hole in prison. Drop one of clues bombs for him. Okay. But imagine being in jail for almost 30 years knowing that you didn't do a crime. And then this is how the whole and series of events happens. saved by a hole. You know, so he's out. So Spend congratulations the whole 30 years to him. trying to protect your hole. But the sad part is... saved by one. But the sad part is that he unfortunately was locked up for so long. All right, now let's talk about Ticketmaster. Now there's a report that says that Ticketmaster is colluding with scalpers. What's that mean? So in other words, you know how you can't buy tickets like in bulk and then resell them? Imagine if Ticketmaster had their own platform, Trade Desk, where they actually buy these tickets in bulk and sell them at a higher price, and then Ticketmaster gets a portion of those profits. 
right? So that's how the ticket prices keep going up and up and up. So it's a platform called Trade Desk, which allows resellers to purchase tickets in bulk from Ticketmaster's site. They resell them for higher prices, and then Ticketmaster gets a percentage of those sales, both the sales that they make when the person buys the tickets and then the sales when they resell them. So that's collusion because they're the ones that are actually profiting from these higher ticket prices from scalpers. So they're getting money both ways, basically. They're getting money both ways. They said their biggest broker has probably gotten around $5 million. I don't mind that, though. Like, why wouldn't you supply the, scal- the scalpels? What's the word? Scalpers. I, listen, I only got three hours of sleep. Scalpers. Why, why, you, why wouldn't you provide them just a little bit of something? You know what I'm saying? Because it's difficult for people who are really fans that are trying to get tickets, and now I can't because these uh, resellers are buying books of all the good seats, and now I have um, to pay three times the price for a ticket when I could have just went straight to Ticketmaster and gotten it at the real price. Oh, so Ticketmaster's letting them sell for three times the price and getting some kickback. Yeah, exactly. That's like if you were putting out, you know, the Yeezys, for instance, and you had a whole bunch of pairs of Yeezys that are limited, but then you're reselling them for... Is that illegal, though? Like, if I go on the website and I buy the tickets legally, and then, like, the value of the tickets goes up because they're in such demand, and then I... People do it all the time, but Ticketmaster shouldn't be involved in the process of that and making money off of it. Got you. All right, well, that is your front page news. Don't mind me. I'm delirious. I've, I really only got three hours of sleep. All right, well, we're going to have some fun with you today. And I woke up in my feelings. I woke up happy, then I woke sad again, then I was happy, then I was sad again. Now I'm extremely grateful, and I've been listening to Marvin Gaye all morning. Oh, yeah, what and songs? And I'm a cancer, so my full astrological sign is showing right now. What what Marvin Gaye songs were you was listening to? I was listening to, to um, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. That's nice. I was listening to um, How Sweet It Is to Be Loved By You, which made me cry a little bit. Aw. Um... What else I listen to? What's, What's going on? Rejoice? Uh, how sweet it is to be loved by you, because I love love. Yes. I was listening to sad music this morning, too. I was listening to Sukiyaki. I don't even know what that is. A taste of honey. I think I had that last night at a Korean barbecue <laughs> spot, actually. All right, well, why don't you tell us how you're feeling this morning, because Charlamagne's in his feelings. So Always. maybe you're feeling blessed, or maybe you're mad. Like Charlamagne went through different emotions. Call us up, let us know, get it off your chest, and vent it out. Yes, it's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Who's this? Angela Yee, this is iPhone Sim. How you doing, honey? iPhone Sim, what's good? How's your daughter? She's okay. Why you answering the phone with anybody yet? I ain't driving, so I'm just in the crib just, just uh, calling. And we up in here. here. We here, brother. All right, man. Where envy at? Uh, uh, Vegas. On the way to Vegas. All right, man. I'm just calling just, just to say what's good and uh, express some positivity. Everybody have a good day. My friend Deanna wants to say hi. Say hi. Good morning. Hey, Deanna. Oh, oh, hey, how are you, Deanna? Now, iPhone said, what's going on with you and Deanna? Y'all laid up. What's good? Now, we still been watching the news, seeing what's going on for the rest of the day. You know? is, this, is this your boo? I thought iPhone had a girl. Hopefully. What? I thought Wait, iPhone I, had a girl, Deanna. The iPhone been calling up here for about five years. He got a girl. Hell no. Deanna, he lying to you. Deanna, you the eighth girl he called us with. Uh, gang, gang, gang. Deanna, y'all spent the night? Y'all spent the night together, Deanna? <laughs> yeah, she been here all week, man. What you talking about, man? Wow. No, I'm just kidding. iPhone Sim's a great guy. This is the first time he's ever called this with a woman on the line. That's a damn lie, Deanna. Don't let Angela Yee lie to you. <laughs> so what's your intentions? What's your Deanna. intentions with Deanna? Deanna, fly back to wherever oh, you came from. Y'all crazy. Y'all never keep me on the phone this long. Deanna, click here. your heels and go back home. Run, Deanna. <laughs> I love y'all. All right, baby. Oh, okay. Just using that word love all willy-nilly. It's okay. <laughs> all right, good morning. Who's this? Get it off your chest. Hey, it's Will from Boston, man. What's going on, you? What's going on, show, man? What's, What's happening, my brother? Hey, man, I'm mad. It's, it's nice that you're in a blessed mood, but I'm in a bad mood. I woke up this morning to so my, my stepson had uh, crapped in the, in the corner. Uh, how old is he? 
He's three, so we've been potty training him mm. or what have you. But I, I don't know what, what, what made him wake up and, and walk past the bathroom and come in the bedroom and squat over. He was sleepwalking. He's three years old, yeah, sir. I got, a, I got a three-year-old at home right now that I'm potty training, okay? And she does similar things all the time. Sounds like a potty to me. Uh, no, <laughs> not in the corner of the bedroom. And you walk right past the bathroom with the light on. And then when I get mad, I get, I, I, I get up. She says, patience. patience. My like, brother used to um, walk into my parents' room and pee on the floor. Come on, man. So you trying to tell me at 20 years old you ain't never got up out of a drunken stupor and just peed in the corner of your bedroom? Tell me, no, brother, no. Okay. No, I, I guess you never sharted at the light either, huh? I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm the only one ever been through anything in this world. Was it mushy or was it, like, hard? Listen, I didn't get to all that. I, by the time I, I, I could kind of realize what was going on, I was I was already yelling. So she's like, patience, patience. I'm like, this little crumb snatcher just came and sh- in the room. He's three years old. Oh he don't know gosh. that. Oh, my gosh. Don't you talk about Hey, you do need to have some patience. You'll laugh about this when that child got, is 18. I got patience, but not that. Not that and then you sit there looking at me while you sitting there squat over there in the corner. You, you should have put it on the gram. It would have went viral. Okay, you taught him the proper technique. You just didn't t- teach him the proper place to do it. All right. Or maybe he saw you doing that in the bedroom. Okay. All right, call us up, 800-585-1051. It's time for you to get it off your chest. Tell us why you're mad. Tell us why you're blessed. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. What's up? It's The Breakfast Club, and we are getting it off our chest this morning. 1-800-585-1051. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, my name is Mishka, and I'm calling from Florida. Mishka. Yes. Okay. I want to get something off my chest. Mm-hmm. I do a part-time delivery job, and I left my car running because the house was right in front of me to put the, the put down the bag. And some guy was passing. He just jumped in my car and <gasps> stole it. Whoa. Called, What's the I problem? It sounded like you left it for him. No, I didn't. Uh, you know, it was a delivery. It's a delivered job. Sometimes you leave the car running because you have so many stops. Anyways, he jumped in. He took the police on a high speed chase. They threw the thing in the road to burst the tire, and then he eventually hit a telephone pole and he flipped my car. It's totally. Um, it, my car is totaled. Wow. They did not stop this guy up. They just gave him a notice to appear in court. So I was just wondering under what circumstances. Do they not lock someone up who took the police on a high-speed chase? And and not only a high-speed chase, does he stole your car? <laughs> he, he did. This and is crazy. My, yeah, my insurance is not paying up. My what? car is at off every day. Accruing All money. right, there's something you're not telling us. Yeah, this sounds... Did you know the person? You're not telling exactly. Is he an ex-boyfriend? No, he's not. Like, he even said hi to me. I said hi. I didn't feel... Um, unsafe because he said hi to me. I thought there was only two houses on that street, so I thought he lived in the other house. Oh, so you know where he time, lives and everything. He's from Kissimmee, Florida, and I, he, he was down in Martin County. I don't know. Mm. So All right, I so your insurance company won't cover it while they pursue his insurance company or anything? No, they said I was using my car for business and not personal, and I was like, I didn't know I needed insurance. The guy who gave me insurance knew what I did. What kind of insurance you have? I have full coverage on my car. Wow. I didn't know I needed extra insurance. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I only got three hours of sleep, so this is all going over I'm going to have to ask. I'm going to ask my person at State Farm what you need to do. None of this sounds right. You need a good neighbor, it sounds like. I feel like she's leaving out a big piece of the story. She's saying she didn't have the right insurance. 
Mm. All right, good morning. Get it off your chest. Tell us why you're mad. Tell us why you're blessed. Who's this? This is Sabrina. Hi, Angela. Hi, Charlamagne. Hi, hey, Sabrina. Sabrina. <laughs> What's up? How are you, Sabrina? I'm good. I'm up here finishing my goddess locks right now before I go to work. Finishing your what? My goddess locks. Oh, yeah. You know what's so crazy? My wife was doing my daughter's hair all day yesterday. That really is an all-day job when you right. got black How long you been working on that? Honestly, I do them after work. This, been, this is the third day. Well, look, this is the morning, so I'll be finishing them up again when I get off from work today. So. Don't she got school? No, I go to work. No, I'm, your daughter. Huh? Oh, your daughter. She'll be one year old next year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, she'll be one. And my son, he just turned five, so. You doing all that work with them dreadlocks, and she's going to say she don't even want them in about four years. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> she's like, I don't care. Well, sounds like you're blessed this morning. I am. I'm just very happy. It's hard. I just wanted to say it's very hard, like, being a female from up north. And then when you live down south, you got to deal with ignorant-ass people, so. Hey, I, I resent that. I resent that as a down south person, okay? I don't. I'm in America, Georgia. I don't. <laughs> well, listen, go go, go. put your hands on some ice because I know your hands are all cramped up from twisting hair all night. All right. Early arthritis and everything. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much and have a blessed rest of your day. All right. That was telling why you mad. Get it off your chest, whatever the hell you want to call Let's it. Get okay? it off your chest. And I just want to tell you one quick story. Mm-hmm. When I was doing this uh, women in media event, a woman came up to me and told me that we helped her so much when her um, husband, who's her child's father, got murdered. She said that she listened to us every single morning and she was depressed and we really helped her get out of her depression. Really? Yeah. She said just listening to The Breakfast Club every day well, what's was her what name? really hel- helped her out. Um, I don't really want to put her name out oh, there. Oh, got you, got you, got you. But she had a very cute son, and I got a chance to meet him. Really sweet. We took a picture. But she said this is what really helped her out, so I appreciate her. No, actually, I met her at King's Plaza in Brooklyn, at the mall in Brooklyn. Well, God bless you, mm-hmm. uh, whoever you are, young lady. That and, uh, means a lot to us, though, because we yes. actually do this show every single morning. Yes. And part of what we want to do is, you know, improve people's lives in any way we can. Thank you for having no taste. We really appreciate you. Now, you got the rumor report coming in? Yes, let's talk about basketball-wise. You know, y'all always causing some type of problems. We'll find out how Shawnee O'Neal has responded to reports about Jennifer Williams. You're fired, Jen. (laughs) It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, you know, I know The Breakfast Club is the greatest show in the world. The Breakfast Club is the greatest show in the world because in behind the scenes, we're arguing about how many city girls it is. And I'm arguing with a white man about how many city girls it is. Okay? <laughs> Letting them know it's only two of them. All right? So knock it <laughs> off. Okay? JT and Young Miami. I know what the hell I'm talking about here. Yes. All right? Yes. Now, we got the rumor report Now you don't got to get your twos tied. Stop it. <laughs> talking about BET. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, this year at the BET Awards, Lil Wayne is going to be honored with the I Am Hip Hop Award. Well deserved. Yeah, you would think that Wayne would have had one of those already. I think we forget how long Wayne been in the game. Wayne been in the game since at least 1997. Right, and they talk about all his accolades. You know, he was the first male solo artist to surpass Elvis Presley's record for most entries on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. And he's gotten 138 songs on the Billboard Hot 100 for all his appearances. That's the third most of any artist ever. It don't matter how much he's falling off lyrically. Lil Wayne is a whole legend out here in these streets. Plus, ain't his album supposed to be coming out tomorrow? 
It is. The Carter Five, September 21st. That's what they're saying is. I have no idea. The release date, so we'll see what happens, I guess, late night tonight. Lil Wayne been around for a long time, and he's responsible for a lot of great artists. I mean, you got to give him credit for Drake. You got to give him credit for Nicki Minaj. You got to give him credit for Tiger. Mm-hmm. Little twist. Got to take the good with the bad, Wayne. Okay? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. Now, congratulations to Portia Williams. She is pregnant from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Talk about the clues bonds for Portia. Congratulations. I know people were talking about it for quite some time, but she announced it herself finally. She said, I'm happy, healthy, and pregnant. So congratulations to her. She also did an interview with People Magazine. She said, when I found out I was pregnant, I was excited, but I had mixed feelings. The other feeling that I had beside excitement was fear. She talked about having a miscarriage six years ago and that still looms over her. She said, I suffer from fibroids and had to have a myomectomy. And she said, so just the fear of, is the baby going to be okay? Will I make it full term? All those questions that you ask if you've had a miscarriage before. Who shot Portia Club up, by the way? I have no idea. Do you know? I have no idea. Don't y'all know each other? Yeah, I know Portia. Salute to Portia. Portia is very, a very beautiful woman, though. So he's a lucky guy. Well, her boyfriend's name is McKinley. Mm. So she said that it's his first child as well. And it's something that they both have always wanted. So I don't know a lot about them, but I guess we will, I'm sure, on the new season. And speaking of seasons of shows, let's talk about Shawnee O'Neal. Now, you guys know Jennifer Williams from Basketball Wives did not return for the reunion. Angela and, Yee, friend. And she did. We did go to school together since we were in 10th grade. And here's what Jennifer had to say when she came to the Breakfast Club. Shawnee, first of all, she starts a lot of bullshit behind the scenes. Shawnee O'Neal? But, yes. Okay, you're not coming um, back to the show. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I came up here to keep it real. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So... If I allegedly said this five years ago, uh-huh. and this is your girl, why, one, are you just now bringing it up? Two, why were you advocating for us to sit down and have a conversation last season? But now this season is something totally different. So you're saying Shawnee made that up? It didn't come from me. I think we could get equity for all the storylines we create here on this show. <laughs> well, according to Shawnee, she's saying that she has not fired Jennifer. She said no decision has been made on who will or will not return for the show's <gasps> next season. So Does Shawnee have firing power? Uh, I know she's executive producer, but that could just be entitled alone. Does she actually have executive I don't, power? I don't know if she makes those decisions on her own. Like, mm. I know her and Malaysia at one point didn't get along, and Malaysia ended up... I didn't think Malaysia was going to be back for the next season well, you when that happened. You wouldn't get rid of Jennifer now, right? Especially being that, you know, you had such a drama-filled season and the ratings were good this year. You would bring that back, right? You'd want that energy again, right? I think the producers... Yeah, all the yeah. other producers would as well. So. Conflict TV. You want her back. I guess we shall see, but, you know... We'll see what Just happens. Just keep her, keep her away from all tables and she'll be fine. She has PTSD from tables now. All right, Maroon 5 will be the halftime performance at the Super Bowl, according to sources. They confirmed that to Variety. We ain't got no crickets in here. Ain't no crickets. All of these beautiful acts out here in these streets, all of these great hip-hop artists, you can get R&B artists and you can get Maroon 5. Well. Fought on that decision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. We got some crickets. Nah, Don't they have farts. a song with Cardi B right there now? Some, there you go. Give me some more farts. You think they're going to bring Cardi up? And, Ken, be, and Kendrick? That'd be, and then it's in Atlanta? And it's in Atlanta this year? It's in Atlanta and the best y'all can get is Maroon 5? Atlanta, which is the epicenter of black culture, hip-hop, and R&B for the past 20 years, and the best y'all can get is Maroon 5 for Atlanta NFL? I don't know if you're uh, aware of what's been happening in the NFL. I don't care. It doesn't seem like they've been very open to... 
people of color That's expressing themselves. I, I, I hate you culturally clueless corporate executives. I can't stand none of y'all. All y'all are TV Who networks. would you have perform? I would have, hasn't I, performed I would have had a medley of Atlanta artists. It would have been, I don't want, I don't want. Who would they be in an uproar? It would have been, it'd have been Little John, Jermaine Dupree, Ludacris, T.I. Little Duval. I had Little Duval come do some <laughs> Little Duval Jacksonville though. That would, it, that, I don't know if that, but he does rep Atlanta too. I'd have had T.I. <laughs> I'd have had Jeezy. I'd have had Gucci, man. I'd have had the Migos, all right? Well, Usher. Sir, that's okay. why you are not one of the heads of the... T-Boss and Left they Eye. They are not having that. All right? It's so... Man, come on, man. Atlanta. Now, we would love that, but let's be clear. I don't know if you've been watching the news and seeing what's going on in the NFL. Yeah, but all how these, is uh, it be? majority of these acts are mainstream acts. Like, Usher sold 10 million records. TLC was one of the biggest pop groups in the world. Little John. All these white people love Little John. They don't want people kneeling. <laughs> you don't, you don't not want gonna allow them coming the out there in jerseys. Yes, all amigos have on Kaepernick jerseys. Not gonna jerseys. happen. My God. All right, Kelly Clarkson has her own syndicated talk show that's set for fall of 2019. That's gonna launch on all the NBC stations. She'll be replacing Steve Harvey's oh show God. that's on there. Yes, this Kelly, Kelly Clarkson? Clarkson show. <laughs> yes. Thank you for reading my mind, drum. I'm glad everybody here knows my heart already. For after all these years, yes, that's exactly how I feel about that situation. So we don't know what's gonna happen with Steve. That Steve Harvey show, but um, they, they're rich. saying that the stations are just no longer going to handle it. They could take that show somewhere else. They've had preliminary conversations, you know, so on and so forth. They're saying that Steve relocated from Chicago to L.A., so it's a very expensive show and things of that nature. But they do intend at IMG to continue with Steve's show, but apparently it may end up somewhere else. Listen, Kelly might be good. I don't know. I just have never yeah, seen her. you don't I've, even know. I've never heard her on the radio or seen her on television giving an interview or talking about anything that made that intrigued me. So to, for her to have a whole talk show? Well, how y'all going to fart on her before you even know that? Because that's the, what we do in this era, okay? <laughs> that's right. Things are classic you and trash before know. you even hear them. All right? Word to my guys, Jesus and Meryl, damn it. Okay? You better stop because you might be a guest on Kelly Clarkson's show, and I'm going to make sure we send this audio over. That's the best she, part. He farted on you and that's never right. even heard. That's why they'll bring me. Anything. Just for me to say that to her face. All right, well, I'm Angela Especially when Yee, the ratings get low. And that is your rumor report. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, a man who is here. Who is here. His name is Machine Gun Kelly. Fart on that interview. MGK. It might be trash. <laughs> and everybody everybody thinks that uh, MGK, well, he is signed Machine to Machine Gun Boy. Kelly. For whatever reason, they think uh, Diddy is our boss because we're partnered with Revolt. Boss. So they think that me personally said I like rap. What's the name of his song? Rap Devil. Just because he signed the Revolt, which makes absolutely no sense. Because I don't even think Diddy represents MGK. Oh, and I don't think MGK represents Well, we're about boy. to find out. Yes, we'll talk about it. Uh, four after the hour, Machine Gun Kelly will be here. It's The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He's been a trending topic for a couple weeks. Yes, MGK. <laughs> Welcome, sir. What's going on? So how you feeling, sir? I feel great. You got an EP out, smartest thing you could have done. Uh, with your name buzzing so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Was that planned already? Or you just No. I mean, well, uh, was, the, was the EP plan? Yeah. Yeah, I had other projects in the works. Um, I mean, essentially, just me being like, I'm back on my rap shit. I've been doing movies for some time. Um, yeah. What happened to your fingers? I don't know. Because they're busy <laughs> stuck together. You don't, you don't know. know what happened? You guys have been watching the news. He, he yeah. don't know. Uh, oh, by the way, that was a big move, too. I appreciated that. The reason I appreciated that, because I feel like people should be held accountable. And I feel like people are just saying whatever they want nowadays because of social media. And they act like people aren't even human. You got to say allegedly, yeah. just in case. Allegedly. Right. So whatever happened, uh, I commend that, sir. 
I don't know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get right into it because we've been watching this whole back and forth with you and Eminem. Right. Did you anticipate, like, him having anything to say about you or anything? Because there's been some days. Yeah, he should have said it six years ago. Mm -hmm. Were you waiting for it six years ago? Um... You know, truth be told, we had handled it behind the scenes really? six years ago. They all spoke about really? it. Really? So no, he and I, he, no, he, he's a recluse. We can't find him. So we, we, we didn't speak. I spoke to Paul Rosenberg and his team because that is as, mo- as, as man-to-man as it gets with him. You know what I'm saying? So what I had said, you know, it, it all started with the daughter thing. So what, what did you say now, about his daughter that you, got him so mad? Yes. What did you say? You know what I said. That she's hot. She's you, hot. Have, you have to admit yeah. you was out of line for that. Uh, I, she was that 15, 16. Look, yeah. look, look. I'm a father. One, I didn't know how old she was. Mm. All, all the headlines said was this person that we had known through records has is all grown up. Mm-hmm. That's the headline I saw. I made mm. a comment. You know, I didn't feel like it was disrespectful, but I'm a father. I have a nine-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. I get it, 100%. And man-to-man, I'll tell you, I apologize. Can I take the tweet down? Sure. But public apology? Come on, man. What was wrong with a public apology, though, if you felt like you was wrong? Um, because we're talking about the same guy who shits on dead people and, you know, Christopher Reeves who's in a wheelchair. I mean, come that on, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I guess, look, man, it's it, it was it was a silly comment to have started all of this. It's it's something, it's something silly to trip on. I get, I get it if it was, like, you know, gruesome words were used or, like, there was, you know, sexual implications in it. He just said she was hot. Not she's hot. You didn't say you wanted to smash or anything like that. You said it was, you thought it was done. You spoke to Rosenberg. You took the tweet down. You apologized behind the scenes. You thought it was done. Yeah. So uh, you, but but th- th- that's until you know machine gun R Kelly line. No, this, no, you no, were, no, 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 you were no. I, 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 this, from Shay Forty Five. Yeah, I mean, like that was what. That's that's the thing. We had settled it behind the scenes, and then as I continued to try and move about my career, you start to run into these like funny little roadblocks. You're like, huh. You know, why can't I go up here? And I, and then also, you can't just minimize it to Shade 45. Mm-hmm. you got to think about Eminem is Interscope. Machine Gun Kelly is Interscope. This man has brought hundreds of millions of dollars to that building. I'm new. It's my first album there. I just came in. Not only did that happen, but at the same time, me and Yellow Wolf were beefing. Yellow Wolf is an Interscope artist, and mm-hmm. he's up under Shady. Shady. Yeah. Right. So the building automatically is like this. Box you out. Well, I mean, I have my loyalists, and then he has his loyalists. Fine. I think that's a little difficult for a new artist to have to overcome. Okay, though. But the problem comes when people that are assigned to work for me aren't working, and they're picking sides. And then the people that I'm supposed to, you know, depend on to get, you know, to help my narrative be told. I mean, look, in in my opinion. What you drinking on, player? Tequila. Okay. Um, Oh, you got the good too. Go ahead. Um... So did Paul Rosenberg make a call and tell them to shelf your project? No comment. Eminem said uh, that's I, I, not true. Eminem told Sway that that no, never happened. No, what, what, what Eminem said, no, this is, this is actually funny. Mm-hmm. What Eminem said wasn't true was that he uh, didn't make a call in regards to the daughter situation. And, you know, that was false. Jimmy Iovine and Puff conference called me at 9 in the morning with multiple other people. And that was a conversation that happened at 3 in the morning the previous night with Harv Pierre, James Cruz, Paul Rosenberg, James McMillan. So M lied. He did talk to Puff. M M lied. He never talked to Puff. Well, maybe M We don't didn't. speak to M. We don't know where he is. Yeah. We, we don't mm-hmm. speak to him. We speak to his spokespeople. And I'm speaking on the world. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know why everyone's riding for this man so tough. This is a person who won't even show up to do a real interview. Meaning that uh, Sway works for Shade 45. <laughs> so it's all stage. It's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. 
It's a little weird, man. I, I'm 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 a I'm a, I'm a I'm a man of the people. I'm a vulnerable dude. I don't mind, you know, putting myself out there. Now people are saying that this whole thing is a ploy <laughs> uh, that Interscope's using to help you sell records. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be a big help. Part of the reason they're saying that is they're saying that you guys had the same producer on both of your records. Yeah, because I went to equal playing ground. I went. To, I took it to equal playing grounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's let's also say it like it is. You took two weeks. I took two days. You used the Ronnie J track. I used the Ronnie J track. You used a million dollar studio. I used the dress room before soundcheck. Well, I think he was contemplating his, his his thought process was, I don't want to make you any bigger, is what he said. He I, did, like, I mean, that's another funny narrative that I hear. I've sold over 20 million records. For real? Right now, as me, as Machine Gun. I've been in 10 movies, four of which come out December to April. It's very hard for me to accept that, like, this career just butted out of nowhere via him. I've I've had a John Varvatos fashion campaign. I've been, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what place you could limit me to. I've done Warp Tour for three years. This is a punk in the heat tour. I've also went bar to bar with, you know, partial matters. Like, I don't, there isn't any. Yeah, everybody's always giving you flack for your career. It's so odd. It's like, Wait, how many times? I've had a number, million. I've had a number over 20 million. Yes. I've had a number one pop song on are the radio. These, real facts, these are all facts. real facts. No, these are real facts. But you know, when, when he did take the shot at you, on, on the Kamikaze album, was it one of those things like that you you were ready for it because you you've been feeling like you've been banned for a while, you've been feeling like the little shots have been coming at you, so you were you were prepared. I don't think anyone's prepared for that. I mean, you know, I'm always I'm always I'm just, I mean I'm not a sucker. You're not gonna punk me. I mean, ultimately that's the that's the ultimate thing. It was just one of those things. Cause Rap Devil just seemed Rap Devil seemed executed video just seemed it was there. It was it was like one of those things. I can't help that I'm. That I'm on point. I can't help that I that it took this for y'all to see my talent. Not y'all being you, but you know that I, I can't help that. I thought Rap Devil was better than Kill Shot. I'm in. I guess I, feel, I guess I'm in the minority because people been giving me flack. Eminem for that. is a great lyricist. I don't yeah. think anybody can deny that. You no, know, I didn't. I didn't. And, I, I didn't say. I didn't say Kill Shot was better. I just say Kill Shot wasn't trash. That's what I, I said. I didn't say Kill Shot was trash. Oh, okay. I said Kill Shot was good. I just think Rap Devil was better. What, what's that? It's a six for me, dog. It's a six for you. <laughs> I mean, say, but I, th- I thought rap rap devil was executed. Kill shot was was a leg shot. Rap devil, we're talking about facts. You want to talk about man buns? <laughs> Answer the facts. I think people. Were you want to talk about a hairstyle I wore for a movie, a blockbuster movie? Shout out Nerve, in a in a in a ten episode Showtime series called Roadies. I'm an actor, homie. How disconnected are you? You called me a mumble rapper? Oh, my. Yeah, that uh, was like, Can we just pour some out for this old dumbass? Like, I can't <laughs> even. <laughs> on the floor. Jesus, we, we, I can't. We're going to have to charge you for that carpet. <laughs> I mean, goddamn. Yeah, since, since you sold 20 million records, you can afford it. Yeah, yeah, you can afford All right. it. I mean, look, like, it, it, even if you want to talk about those numbers, right, let's just uh, just take bad things. Just take bad things, right? Because uh, ultimately, I, people just keep jumping back and forth with my whole. So, you know, take Wild Boy. Take Till I Die. Take Till I Die. It has no features. A song all about Cleveland. What is that? Platinum or double platinum? Double platinum. Okay. Right, that's that's a that's a song about Cleveland. Just me by myself. All right, we got more with MGK when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. MGK is in the building. Charlemagne, why do people keep giving you flack on your career? Even G Easy said he passed you. Yo, well, his not, he, not only can he not rap, but he can't do math either. So I don't know what to, I don't know what's wrong. Did you really smash his girl? Yes, many of them. Oh. I ain't even say no names, so I don't even know why everyone's getting sensitive. Oh, I so never it wasn't said Haley. We all thought it was Haley. Halsey. Halsey. I'm sorry. <laughs> the 30 year old and the 50 year old said those names, not me. 
So did you smash Halsey? Absolutely. I think that's whack. That, like that was yeah. when that was when <laughs> she and I were rocking. Right. And that was just on some like flirty was, like, back when just... I had ironically that hairstyle. Yeah. yeah. That was that time. That, you know what I'm saying? So I, I I don't know why, you know, she keeps getting thrown in it as this like that. I never said no names. You know what I'm saying? Of course I'm gonna throw a punchline in because I know it hurts. And this is hip hop. But the, the 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 whole point is that I seen you one time, the or the last time I seen you, you were acting real weird, and then the next time I see you, not in person, because I don't see you, I never see, I didn't see you in person. The next time I see you on a screen, you look just like me. You think about Jeezy? Jeezy, so it you know to me it's just like. Did y'all prep each other in Finland? Or y'all ran? Y'all had a oh, conversation? That, that, that's all fun. We're not gonna have this conversation. This is too funny. Like the one thing we're not gonna do is like big up someone's gangster. That's not gangster. And 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 and, and being someone that who's had an issue with me, aka you, uh-huh. you know how I approach. Yeah. I, I approach you as a man. I came up straight to you at the. Well, I don't know where we the were. VMAs. At. VMAs. I had on a suit and some yes, man. I, come on. <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? MGK? Does this bother wait, 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 you? Approach, you, bro, you approach him about what? I'm just curious. What'd you approach Charlotte about? I, he had. He thought I did it on Cleveland. You have. You have definitely said some negative things about Cleveland. I said Cleveland. What did I say? And about I said Cleveland? you never even been there because actually Cleveland's a very lovely place. Yeah, you you, you did. So I what, don't you, remember what it was, but yeah, he did approach me. Yeah, he did. Right. He buckled down. And he was by himself too. I'm always by, that's the other thing. Yeah, never mind. No, you're no. not. You got 30 people here with you right now, MG. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's working. He's got an album coming. Yeah, he's I'm, yeah, album I'm, coming. Oh, we're, we're, I'm on a tour. I have a band as well. You know what I'm saying? There's five people in my band. And people like so what play. happened in Finland with G-Eazy? <laughs> uh, next. He's not allowed to did talk, y'all fight? talk about it. No, 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 okay, okay. no, 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 no. We did mm-hmm. a bunch of drugs together. and we, I, Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, we're cool. Y'all, y'all squashed yeah, it out. Yeah, y'all yeah. thought. There was no, there were, yeah. Yeah. So there was no beef. Like I was like, cause you mentioned Finland in the record. He mentioned Finland in the record. No, I mentioned Finland in the post. Like, tell the truth about Finland. Stop, stop acting like there was some like weird like. Oh yeah, you know I blew. It's like, man, I remember you coming up and being like, dude, man, you rap circles around me. I could never rap as good as you. It's just like, so you know, I, I guess when you go on like a Netflix rapture series or something, and you you're talking about how you're the greatest in this area. It's like, yeah. well, this doesn't match what you say. And like, two, it's just also not a fact. You make like you make club records. You don't, you don't impact the youth to me. So, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, or like my soul. So, I don't... Okay, so what happened in Finland is y'all was chill. Everything was cool. You did some drugs. And Regular. then he goes uh-huh. and talks about you. Does this hurt you, like, just the fact that... I mean, just coming up, right, and saying, being a fan of Eminem, because you were a fan of Eminem. Right. Does it bother you now that it's, like, the person that I really admired and liked is causing all these problems for me? Uh, wh- why does he keep acting like I'm just... Like, I care about this dude like that. It's like, you were cool till you're not cool. Talk about Eminem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, you did have a bunch of tweets where you was fanboying about Eminem. Absolutely. Crazy. And let's look at the dates on those tweets. Like, 2010, we're like bringing up... you he was your idol. Absolutely. I said he was my idol on, his dis- on the diss record to him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let me, let me say this. <laughs> the narrative is becoming a little unfair right now. Mm-hmm. I'm in a boxing ring with one person... I came as one person. Mm-hmm. I never asked Puff to retweet a thing. I never asked any of my celebrity friends to get on my side. I never asked them to comment under my pictures. Yeah, we ride. I never asked for none of that. I stepped in a boxing ring by myself, in which in which I was evoked to do, and I just stepped up. Sometimes your idols and, become your rivals. And they become your rivals. And here is this audience throwing banana peels while I'm fighting in my corner. They're just throwing banana peels in my corner. You edited... 
you fake edited booze into a performance of me performing rap devil like so well, you really that, we don't booed. know that Man, Eminem absolutely edited not anything. not only did I not get booed but every time for the last two weeks Michigan included I step out in the crowd after that song plays and walk through the entire arena and there is a video of this every single day and I give every and I have one person with me when I walk through I give 10,000 people a chance every day to do what they want to do, say how they want, what they want to say, feel how they want to feel. It's me and one dude. I've done it for two weeks. You, you can't edit the narrative to be what it's not. You, I, I've seen fake edited ghostwriting credits. It's like, what are we I doing? I that too. Just like, just, just, just your, your boy got, his, his knees are weak. You got to accept it. It's like, look, you know, I even see today... The disc, you know, it's the most popular disc on YouTube. On YouTube, everyone wants to tune in to see. A, the legend just got punched in the mouth. Everyone wants to see what's happening. Of course, you're gonna tune in. You're you gonna go. You're gonna you, go see Rocky's last movie. Do you respond to it? <laughs> Rocky's last movie was good though. Do you, do you, you respond to it though? Do you respond to what? His last like on this kill shot. Yes, I had a clip ready. I tell, I tell you, I had a clip ready. I heard kill shot and I put that it back in the holster. I'm like, oh word, all right. He just, he called me a mumble rapper, dog. I'm like, why not hit him with another shot just to prove your point, though? Because I was this wasn't even on my path anyway. Mm -hmm. the, like, people, this whole thing with me, like, oh, well, this, you know, this just, he's clout chasing. It's just like, I'm on a tour opening up for, like, a a, a, a rock band. Fallout Boy. Yeah, in a what? completely different mind state than this. Thank you, though, for bringing me back. To, to this thing, because I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm like, my energy is so up and I'm not so good. That's the other thing I saw, too. They said that the concert was a Fallout Boy concert and that wasn't even your crowd. And the crowd didn't even well, know he's why. Opening they on were, tour. I know, but the crowd didn't know why they were throwing their middle fingers up or nothing like that. Did, did you not just hear me explain? I, I get, okay, let, let's just say, let's just say, one, it's not. There's a, there's a real video and a mm -hmm. fake video. Gotcha. And we have both. I so saw you posted. We can watch the real video. It's on World Star as well. You can watch the real video and you can watch the booze one. It sounds like a wrestling video. For real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's that much of a joke. I, I saw another one just popped up. You know, he wrote Rap Devil seven months ago. I, I the, saw that too. The footage is right here. I recorded it in a, tr in the, you know what I'm saying, in a dressing room 10 feet away from the, the locker room that I popped that champagne in. I recorded that Friday, the day he released his I woke up to his shit. I woke up to G's actually this we we all laughed our ass off at that. Heard the M was like, oh, okay. But you should you. I'm not to say that you should be happy, but I, it, it the conversation is is starting that MGK can spit. Wait, I don't think that conversation was there now. I mean, before. listen, I think that's the first time. I, I mean, I've all I said, damn, MGK actually rapping his ass off on Rap Devil. You know how we met when we was here the first time. I'm like, impressed. But I think it started that conversation. You know, which which I think is a good thing. Put you back into a space where you, I think you feel more like a lyricist. Yeah, you got a different swag now. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I, I think that's why I said like, if this is what it takes to show my talent off, then I'm with it. I, I was raised by wolves. I'm a, I'm a, I, 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 I was meant for this. Like I got energy for this. If you look at any of my track, my my track records of beef isn't Christina Aguilera and Mariah Carey. I agree. It's all gorillas. I've went to war with nothing but. Gangsters, gorillas, and 450 pound security bouncers. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. Allegedly. All right, this is the first. This time. doesn't have anything to do with nothing. I'm talking about my. I'm talking about Pat, previous. My, right. Like I, there is there. Uh, it it says what it says. Mm. This is the first time we've ever heard Eminem actually go after people that can rap. Joe Budden, Machine Gun Kelly. All right. 
I mean, he went at cannabis, but cannabis was kind of on the downslide. I think ultimately, too, Envy, in response to your question, it's like, you know, I owed hip-hop this moment because of how I came in was was hip-hop, mm-hmm. right? I had had frustrations, even from you being one of those people. I was like, why? what is it that, what is the disconnect between, like, my, you know, but ultimately, there's always been bars, is all I'm saying. Yeah. I never came in with no substance or no, you know what I'm saying? And And I guess... Now I'm looking like, see, like, I did, I did Rap Devil in four hours, video, all that. That was a four-hour, you know what I'm saying? Only Ghost Rider was a pill of Adderall. <laughs> Let's get into an MGK mini mix. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. MGK is here. Yee. Where were you when you heard Kill Shot? We were on a bus. Oh, 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 Kill Shot was the recent one. Oh. Yeah, where were you when you heard that? Oh. I, I flew to uh, I flew to Dallas to meet to meet this 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 girl and <laughs> you fly out to meet girls you don't what, fly them to you. No, I call I need because I need to get I need to get away. I okay. Get away. Oh, I, no, I, there was other stuff going. I was supposed to play in like the, I can I, whatever, and I went and I really just needed a break. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, I and I had just had this like the, this whole week was you know all the energy was spent beefing with this dude starts to die down all right cool i need to like you know what i'm saying i need to go get away honestly i need to get you know what i'm saying like some i want and just you know what i'm saying like sleep for 18 hours because i've been just up attacking the world for you know it's been me against the world for, trying to fight the internet yeah, yeah for no, the whole win. but i don't though I, I i honestly i hold so much in i mm-hmm. keep i keep it pretty g I, I sit back i smile at everyone have their own debate you don't think i want to come out and be like this is fake this is not true. Mm-hmm. I just don't do that. It's all right. It's the same thing I did with him. I bit the bullet for six years. Yeah, I'm going to take my jabs at you for doing host like banning me from certain things and, and, and making it difficult in my own record label. I mean, I play, I, like, it's, you know, uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot my little, my, my shots like in the Tech 9 record he got sensitive over. It's like, yeah, you're owed that. Of course, I'm going to shoot these. I'm an MC, man, and you're holding me down or you're making it very hard for me. You ever had those conversations with Puff and, and the reason why? I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. I'm not asking nobody to post for me. I'm not asking nobody to troll for me. I'm in this ring with little old me. You feel like Bad Boy does enough for you? Um, I feel like I stand on my own two feet, and I don't ever ask anyone to do anything for me, and you won't hear me in the end of my, you know, looking back on my career being like, so-and-so didn't give me this and this and this and this. I, look, thank you for being for whatever it is that you've done. And, and as and as far as I'm concerned, that's that's the gang. I've I've rode with them dudes. You but, know it's what an, but you're an artist, and it's old. You know what I mean? If, if I'm having a problem with my my distributor, somebody should speak up. I think that you got to also understand the powerhouse that is that is Eminem. But what about Diddy though? Diddy got to be like, yo, y'all messing up my money too. That's my artist. If I was Diddy, I'd be Diddy. I, I, I'm not Diddy. I don't know. I don't know what's in his head. I don't know. So you're saying you got to Dallas and you heard the record when you got up? I, la- I landed and heard the record. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the first thing I thought was, and I listened to it, and the first thing I thought was, this is cheese, but the artwork is fire. And I just, I, you know. And you so got I, t-shirts made. Yeah, absolutely. Because I thought that artwork was awesome. Mm-hmm. How do you feel when Jeezy says things like, did he stand next to him more than he does you? I don't think about it. I don't feel about. I don't. I, I don't feel about. I've, n- I've never. At, I've had. I'm signed to Puff, and I never asked Puff to stand next to me. When's the last time y'all spoke to Puff? You, you got a good relationship with him? Yeah, he called me two days ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't answer. <laughs> 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 Why you didn't answer? Because I don't need to be talked out of doing something like this. Right. You didn't feel like. 
I, I'm not saying that's what he would have done. You know what I'm saying? Puff supports. You know. He what if like, he big you up? I like rap devil. What if he said I like rap devil? If that's what he said. Yeah. Oh, then I, then I mean, no, no, I'm saying, what if he would have said that? I don't, I don't need to hear that either. I need to go into this clear-minded. This is me in a boxing ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it bother you for Eminem to mention your daughter? Like, here's an autograph for your daughter. Because I no. know people get where's very it, Where's it at? Did you ask him for an autograph It is on the starter cap. Yeah, where's it at? Did you ask him for an autograph for your daughter? I don't know. If, no, my, honestly, I don't think my daughter would want it. She texted me when that, when his, that kill shot came out and was like, eh. You know what I mean? At it's, nine years yeah, old. Yeah, at nine saying? years old, you can't even offend a nine-year-old? All right, bro. Do you feel like a stand? Do I? Yeah. Absolutely not. I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Cleveland. I grew up three hours away from Detroit. I'm a white boy who's in a predominantly black neighborhood, definitely in a predominantly black industry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm with Eminem growing up. Mm-hmm. Without right. a doubt. I'm running away from home. I'm doing drugs. I'm getting jumped. I'm getting robbed. And here's this dude who's like, yo, I'm going through this too. The thing is, it's cool till it's not cool. You aren't that dude no more. You aren't a person of the people no more. Was he ever though? No. And so it's all coming out. Answer the facts. It's all there. You do a lot of ageism when it comes to Eminem. Like, you do know you're going to get old, too. Oh, absolutely. But the thing is, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm also not going to be doing what Eminem's doing when I'm his age. I said it in Rap Devil. Like, shout out to every rapper that's up under me. I know that I'll never do you like this f***ery. Mm. I will never be still bitter after everybody is showing respect. And I don't plan on stopping until I get my respect. There's going to be a point when my face is on movie screens to the point where you're like, I, right, it's just, this is, it, it's going to get to a point where there's so many songs and so many of these situations that you're just like, I, right, man. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be a get to a point where you can only try and hold me so many times and I continuously overcome that shit when I'm this, you know, I, I, it's like, I, right, I'm a fighter, man. It's all right. Eminem is done. Huh? No more Eminem. If, even if he re- send something else, done. No more G Easy. So, I'm. I look. I'm out here. See you guys. See y'all at the party. Yeah. All right. We got more with MGK when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, this is usually where we do rumors, but MGK is here. He got a lot to talk about, so let's get back to our interview with MGK. Yeah. We talk about how Eminem is a recluse, but a lot of that we know publicly, like, he went through a lot of struggles and battles with addiction. As if we and, don't? No, I was going to say, that's what I was going to say. So I know you've had, um, you know, certain situations also, and you've been vocal about struggles that you've had as well. So I kind of feel like maybe sometimes people do step back and try to stay away from all that for their own mental That's well-being. fine, but don't act like... But don't... But that's fine. But then you got to humble yourself and know your place. Mm. This isn't... This isn't for you no more, bro. This is like... This is a street... This is this is a street genre. Are you ready for Smoke from Bizarre, though? Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Is there a way for all this to... Like, <laughs> Let's just say you all this gets put out man. on the table. Hey, y'all are funny <laughs> this morning, I'm just, man. I'm just trying to prepare you for what's to come. Hey, let me tell you. Yeah, let's just right. say all this gets put out on the table now, as it has been. And then he's like, look, let's have a conversation. Are you open to that? To have a conversation? hmm He doesn't want to have a conversation. But I'm just saying, let's just say that happens. F*** you. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it. You blew it. I was more conversation. Yeah, it was cool till it's it's cool till it ain't. He said he wants you to shut the f 
So I wish he was shut the fuck up. You know what else? He, no, no. Quote him correct. You're talking about from the interview? Yes. Quote him correctly. I don't shut, remember. Shut, 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 shut the fuck up. <laughs> Quote him correctly. His own, he had to produce his and hire his own interview and still couldn't unstutter his way. He sounded like a b- b- bitch, man. I don't want to hear nothing about it. <laughs> so there's no end to this, huh? MGK is crazy, man. Is there no end? Yeah. I'm already over it. You see, I didn't, I don't, I, what do you, I'm already over it. So binge I, comes up, binge comes out tonight at midnight. Have you slowed down the drug use? Absolutely not. It's called binge. It's called binge. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it. I, I said, but, but to be honest, you know, the, 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 the truth of the matter that might have come with explaining this EP, mm-hmm. outside of the fact that there's angst, attitude, you know, Sex, drugs, and 808s. Like other than the the obvious, the the breakdowns I'd like to give, I'm not going to give out of respect for Mac. And I was going to say that with, mm. with Mac passing. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I got to tell my truth. Do you mm. take it serious now? I, like you know, because you never know. Oh, my drug use. Yeah. <clears throat> Me, I, you know, I, I, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. I mean, you know, look, if I would have, if, if it was going to be a lesson learned, I, I might have learned it when it happened to Pete. You know what I'm saying? There's the, 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 the reality of situations is you can't, as a world, expect to break people down constantly. Mm-hmm. And not expect them to want some type of escape. I I don't have a mom I can call. I don't have a father I can call. I don't have my. You know what I'm saying? Like my like my aunt, who was the last thing that I had, is gone. Right? I got a nine year old. I call and confide all my things. When Chester Bennington died, and that tour, that was, you know what I'm saying? And, my, and, a, and a and a friend, a, a a beautiful light in my life, like a soul that I love, in a in a in a in a tour that after the most successful album we had come out was about to change our lives and all that was straight. I put that on a nine-year-old. Do you know what I'm saying? Why you not go to a therapist? You weren't taught. You In the streets, you weren't taught that that's okay. Yeah, hey, neither was I, but eventually... Uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. I haven't made that stuff. You know what? I've been trying to... I've been trying to fight to get back all the things that were lost when, when I, have, I had a number one single on the pop... I'm not talking about number one on iTunes... Like Rap Della is for the past eight days. I'm talking about a number one charting Billboard song mm-hmm. that sold mm-hmm. how, how many worldwide? Six, seven million worldwide in one year. And like, it was that moment. I, you know, there, there, there is no question when I win a Grammy or when I win a VMA that every, no one's going to, there is no tweets that are like, you know, he doesn't deserve. There is none of that. There is no like, you know, there's nothing other. I can't see anyone doing other than this, standing up and being like, damn, homie. It's been a long time coming, and, you know, I think... I, I, I hear what you're saying, but none of that is an excuse. And the reason I say that is because small people learn from their own mistakes, wild people learn I, from you, mistakes. You, all, 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 the whole thing was to say, I'm sorry, it was long, but the whole thing was to say, sometimes comfort from humans isn't enough. But you don't want to turn to drugs, especially when you see how a I'm lot not, of people look, I'm, I'm, because I'm, of drug use. And what I'm about people inc- around you? Nobody around you is like... Absolutely, it's a huge issue. Mm-hmm. And I talk, I talk, I talk about that on the I talk about that on the record. There's a song called Lately. I talk about that. We got in a huge fight in the Chicago airport. Huge fight. Your and team. it was all over... Yes, huge. And they, they should. Ain't no, so there's they, no they yes man on my team. There's they, none they of that. They care about Huge you. fight. I'm talking about to the point where it's like we're physically brawling with each other over over my, over my the temper the temper that comes from using drugs. I, I know all the... I know everything that comes... I almost... I almost... I almost was Mac. Mm-hmm. 
And you still could be if you don't slow down. And that's fine. But no, like, that's not fine. Fine. no, no, excuse me, that's not fine. I, 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 excuse me. Um, and you can't I, tell me you're a fighter, but not willing to fight your addiction, especially being that you got a nine year old. And especially yeah, 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 you I, talk to your nine year old, because that's that should be the reason. Why well, go to therapy when I got y'all? <laughs> I mean, we and try sometimes to help, yeah. and, things, and things like drugs do contribute, like you said, to your temper, to mood swings, to depression, yeah, yeah. and all of those things. So, thank you. I mean, I'm I'm just, I, I know all that stuff. You know, I, but like I said, I, I, I honestly, I'm not going to sit here and fight for for drugs. When what, the, my whole point of this was that I, I, I'd rather not even, you know, I'd rather not go into it just out of respect for Mac. Now you said you was almost Mac. Did you almost did you overdose at one time before? There was a point where I it was so bad that it like there was like, there was an itching so bad that I peeled like I had scratched my skin so hard my skin peeled oh. off and there's just mm. blood. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't piss. Couldn't you know what I'm saying? Couldn't do, no, it was just like it was. I had I had done too much or something. Is it pills? I, we don't need to talk about it. It's not, it's not, it's not, this is, none of this should be for anybody. This is like, learn the lesson, man. Well, I, learn I, the lesson. I, but but I'm not going to not tell my truth because I've spent, uh, let's also be clear and let's be fair to, to my narrative. Mm -hmm. I've also spent projects on projects telling people messages and, and I don't want preaching is the wrong word, but, but, but giving people the right way to live. And those records laughed at flew over, tucked under. Like, we're not speaking on those records right now. We're speaking on... I'm sure they touched somebody, though. They did. Yeah. yeah. But we're talking about y'all. We're talking about the people who control the narrative. You but know we're what I'm concerned saying? about you as a person. Well, thank you for that. But not, you know have what? Have you gone to rehab? Have I gone to rehab? Yeah. No. So we don't care about your narrative and what you speak. We care about your well-being. Right? Right. We want you to be We want you to be the truth. We want you to right. tell why you did it. Because like you said, there's kids dealing with that every day. But what, what bothers me and what scares me is... is you know, you got a nine-year-old that you got to look at. Yeah. And I would, and, you know, we sat here and, and we've been so many different places with Mac so many different times. Mm -hmm. right. and I've been in the club with you so many I different times. I had Mac times, on Don't Quit Your Day Job, you've too. Never, you've never changed. And it's like, it, it, may, it scares me to say, damn, I don't, I don't want to say rest in peace to you. You see what I'm saying? So if, if we can help. I, yeah, I, you can't accept that fate for yourself. I think not at all. I, th I, I, I will not. I actually will take what you said with the fighters, with mm -hmm. what you said about being a fighter. I will take that. And I actually really, I, I, I dig that. I will say this. Use what I've done with this M situation as an example to the youth because it'd be different if I was coming out and it was all one thing. It's like, mm -hmm. nah, like, let's be clear. Stand up to people that are f***ing with you and, like, mm -hmm. stand up with a purpose. Stand up whether you think... It, look, it's right now, to me, it feels like Leonidas and the 300 versus Xerxes in the world. I don't care if I'm going to go down... It worse, but I feel you. Okay. Yeah. okay. Funny, but point being mm -hmm. like a god is bleeding everywhere i never seen so many grown men so emotional in one week here's the thing though you're right but if you die of a drug overdose eminem wins that should be enough to help you get sober well there we go tomato juice for the next 365 days <laughs> right, i'm happy with that, <laughs> I'm happy with that. <laughs> there you go and i want his team to hold him to that too absolutely you know what i'm saying well, the album is out tonight. Mm -hmm. Make sure you go pick that up. And even aside from all that, before you leave, movies. Let's talk about the movies yeah. as well. Because you are playing Tommy Lee, which I'm excited about yeah. in the Motley Crue movie. Uh, you got that kind of Yeah. Why yeah. is that the first question you asked Charlie? Should not be a question Because he, because he, because honestly, he, he drove a boat with his He drove a boat oh with his Drove a boat with his All I'm saying is go watch the Pretty sex cool. tape between him and Pamela Anderson. <laughs> he drove yeah. the boat with his a lot of stereotypes about white people got defied by Tommy Lee. And are you a shower or a grower? Any more penis questions, Charlamagne? No. And he said, are you a shower or a grower? <laughs> Maybe you should. Well, yeah. Ain't no he said. Are you, he, he slipped. He just texted. <laughs> ain't no he That's said. Mean, I texted. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. I did not text no shit. <laughs> <like that. laughs> okay. I see you pick your phone. Hold on, let me see what he said. <laughs> are you a shower or a grower? A shower or a grower. 
think I got the best of both worlds for real. Okay, so it's big and it grows even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> any, any more questions, Yee? So, Binge comes out on Friday. <laughs> also, uh, Charlamagne wants to know have you ever hurt anybody? All right. Okay. All right. Like f***ing them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, consensually. All right. Mm. Okay. The album is out today. Yeah, Binge is out. All right. <laughs> Binge is out. Kelly, thank you for okay. joining us. Binge. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty fun. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Done playing therapist for the day. Got my own therapy session later. Uh, donkey of the day for Thursday, September 20th. Goes to an Arizona Damn. man named Paul Anthony Menchacha. I- I'm telling you, I feel really sorry for women in 2018. Okay, because the level of trifling in the male community is at an all-time high. I truly believe a man's job is to protect and provide. And as a father and a husband, I have to protect my wife, my daughter, my friends and family, not just the best way I can physically, but mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. I have to provide for my tribe, not just financially, but mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. That's why I'm doing the work through therapy and spiritual advisors, okay, to be the best me I can be so I can be a better me for everybody else. But a lot of men... I see in this era don't want to provide for anyone but themselves, okay? They don't want to do the work for anybody but themselves, all right? They are selfish in every way. All they care about is themselves, and there's so many devil-damn male scammers out here trying to figure out ways to get over on women, and Paul Menchacha is no exception. Now, we all know a lot of times when you meet people, you meet their representative, Okay, it's rare you meet the real person at first. Everybody is pretending to be somebody they are not, especially if you meet someone on social media. And it's not even that people are pretending. They're just not as vulnerable as they need to be, and they are scared to let their guard down and show them the real you. But most of the time, people just friend. And I'm old school, B. Okay, I don't have time to front simply because there is no future in fronting. But Paul, oh, Paul doesn't see things that way. Paul is currently facing felony fraud and sex abuse charges. Yes, he is a full fraud. Why is he facing felony fraud and sex abuse charges? Let's go to KSAV Fox 10 Phoenix for the report, please. Police say this man, 30-year-old Paul Machaca, pretended to have Down syndrome. According to court documents, he posed as a woman named Amy on a website called carelinks.com looking for caregivers to change his diaper and bathe him regularly. A total of three caregivers would end up falling for this scheme. Police documents state the caregivers became suspicious when he aggressively would state he needed to be cleaned better in certain areas. The report says one caregiver followed Menchaca and knocked on the front door. It states she was greeted by his parents, who later confirmed to police their son does not have Down syndrome and did not need assistance with bathing or using the restroom. Menchaca faces 10 counts of sexual abuse, among other charges. Wow. Disgusting. Paul was pretending to have Down syndrome so he could hire caregivers to bathe him and change his diapers. So what was he acting like? What was he doing? I have no idea. 30-year-old grown-ass man pretending to have Down syndrome so he could hire caregivers to bathe him and change his diapers. Uh, Everybody just pause for a second. Quick moment of silence. Stop the music and everything. Just... Yeah, I wanted to pause just to give some women out there enough time to say to themselves, see, this is why I'm single now, <laughs> all right? These men so devil damn trifling. He, and he wasn't even doing it for financial reasons. 
He just wanted special care. Paul, one of those men who was still getting breastfed at five. All right, get off your mama titty and go make something to yourself, okay? If you're pretending to have Down syndrome just to get taken care of, you don't deserve any sex ever from anyone, okay? Sex is a treat, a privilege, an honor, all right? You have to earn the right to be with a good woman. And Paul and men like Paul don't deserve women, period. You know why? You know why? Because, Paul, women want children, but they don't want a man-child. Okay, I repeat, women want children, but they don't want a man-child. Paul, you let Corky from Life Goes On down. All right? Please give Paul Menchacha the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. really be like poop on him that they had to clean up? Yes, and he told him that you weren't washing right in certain areas. I need you to be a little more aggressive back there. Ow. Okay. Ow for you. But some people find pleasure in that pain. Okay? So that's more of a ow. <laughs> All right, Angela, you All got right, a, well, thank you for that donkey of the day, Charlemagne. Thank you. And we got Ask Ye coming up next, right? Yes, we do have Ask Ye coming up. And also, we are giving you the chance to win one of 10 trips to New York for Powerhouse NYC, complete with round-trip airfare for two people. Of course, we got two nights hotel accommodations, sweet tickets, sweet, sweet, sweet tickets, and the chance to meet The Breakfast Club. That's us. It's going down at Prudential Center on October 28th, featuring Cardi B, Lil Uzi Vert, SZA, LMA, G-Eazy, Lil Baby, Juice World, Lil Duval, with more acts to be announced. So make sure you listen every weekday morning for that keyword. When you hear the keyword, text it to 64895, and that's when you'll be entered for the chance to meet us, The Breakfast Club, live at Powerhouse NYC. Powered by Amp Energy, organic Amp Energy Organic will give you organically unstoppable energy for fueling your hustle. All right. Well, we got to ask you coming up next. It's the world's most dangerous. 800-585-1051. You're usually give so good at giving again. out I the number. You. Go ahead. You do it. I forgot what the number is. 1-800-585-1051. Hey! Oh, my God. Hey, see, that's why we're a team. It's been eight years. That's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. All right, we are doing Ask Ye. Now, I know a lot of you email questions, so I want to get to some of those as well. The email is helpmeye at gmail.com. And here's a question from yesterday. How do I go about introducing my kids to my new girlfriend, who used to be the side chick, that ruined me and their mother's relationship? Seems like it's always going to be hatred and me being told not to have our kids around her. Ooh, you know, this is an interesting question right now because Mashanda has a book called Blend that came out, right? Or that's coming out, and I'll be actually hosting her Q&A at Barnes & Noble. And it's a similar situation where she was married to Swizz, and then Swizz ended up dating Alicia Keys, and they broke up. And he's now with Alicia Keys, and it took a long time for them to come together as a blended family. And as you can see, now they're on vacation together. And they do all of that for the sake of the kids because you always have to put the kids first. With all that being said, this is your new girlfriend. She was the side chick. You have to be compassionate enough to realize that, of course, your ex is going to be upset because she feels like this woman ruined their relationship with your relationship, which probably was already ruined. So you have to give that time. Of course, the kids are going to have an allegiance to their mother, as they should. So don't force anything. If anything, just make sure your kids understand how much you love them, that they are first priority no matter what. And if the, this relationship with your new girlfriend is going to be something that lasts and she sticks around, then that's something you guys are going to have to ease into. But I would say make sure that your ex first can get some closure and some healing from the situation because it's not fair. It's, it wasn't fair to her. But I understand that sometimes things in life happen. 
And, um, you know, at some point, that's something that you guys will have to deal with and, and get over. But I wouldn't jump into introducing your kids and making sure that they're comfortable and forcing anything because you have to put their feelings first in all of this. So... Uh, that is my advice to you for ASCII. Helpmeye at gmail.com is the email. And, of course, you can call us up right now, 1-800-585-1051. Good morning, it's, it's ASCII. Good morning, Alyssa. What's your question today? Okay, so first, hi, Uncle Charlotte. I love you. You're my best friend in my mind. You just don't know it. I love you, too. But I, oh, that made my day. So, Auntie Angie, it's mm-hmm. been a real struggle. I was engaged, and everything I thought was perfect. Like, me and his family got along. My family loves him. Everything was great. And then he introduced himself, and it's crazy because Charlotte was talking about this a second ago. You meet the representative. Mm -hmm. So this guy, for the first year and a half, everything was wonderful. After we got engaged, he got caught cheating. Okay, everybody makes mistakes. Cool. Then one night, he goes out, crashes my car, comes back to my house, leaves my car in the driveway, and doesn't call me for like two days. So because my car got crashed... I ended up losing my job. I got put out of my house. Like, it was a horrible situation. At the time, I had a small child. It wasn't by him, but he was still fairly young. So it was a real struggle to go through. So fast forward, I got myself out of that situation. Of course, canceled the engagement. The marriage was off, all of that. I spent a year trying to get myself back established, and I am back up and running. Things are great now. Mm -hmm. But I am trying to get back into dating, and this is the worst thing that I've ever in my life had to go through. This was worse than a breakup from the engagement. Like, I am kind of shapely. Like, I'll say that I'm shaped like a stripper for the most part. So What's the IG, though? I'm not telling you my Instagram, Uncle Charlotte, because then it's going to be all type of petty parties if I decide to just (laughs) pop up one day with a bad picture. Like, I don't have time for your stuff. I know you. We the same person. True, true. So, So, um, I went on a date. Actually, I went on a couple dates. Mm-hmm. And on the very first date, it always goes to something sexual. I don't dress sexual. I'm not an over-sexualized person. I don't have a sexual career. I work in an office from 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. So I'm always in dress attire. So it's like, where do y'all get off basically talking to me like I'm one of these H words on the street. Right. Say H words. Like you're like I don't present myself for you to feel like, and not that any guy should talk to any woman in any way, anyway. But you're like I'm not even giving off that vibe. And you can say whore, mother. You can say whore. (laughs) Let the whore fly. Okay, so cool. I'm not one of these whores out here. Like it's 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 just not me. So like perfect example. I was talking to this guy via text. We met once at a barber shop. We're talking via text, and before four hours into the conversation, he's like, do you like girls? Because most strippers like girls, and I want you to be my girl's girlfriend. like, I'm not a stripper. I didn't even know you had a girlfriend. Let's start there. Wow. So it's like, how do I, how do I get into this? Well, Alyssa, first of all, I just want to say kudos to you for getting out of that very toxic relationship that you were in. Because a lot of women end up staying and saying, well, you know what? I'm going to stick it through. Like you said, at first people make mistakes, but I'm so glad that you did not end up in an awful marriage that you had to figure out how to get out of. So I think that's great. Right. I'm glad you got your life back on track because clearly you had some obstacles. Things went downhill for a while. But I'm so glad to see you back on top as far as making sure you got your career going. You got everything else in order. And it is time for you, as you said, to get back out there and date again. But do you feel like you yourself within yourself have, you know, done with your healing time? 
I have spent so much time focusing on myself. That entire year that I was building myself back up, Mm -hmm. that was a time for, like Uncle Charlotte said, going to therapy, talking with spiritual advisors, learning what makes me happy. So I am back to the unicorn that I have always been. That's right. But you can't be magical in this society. Like Yes, you can, Alyssa. And then let me tell you something. Where the it's also where you're meeting these guys. What you need to do maybe is talk to some of your friends and see if you can get some referrals. Just like how when you want to get a job and you get some referrals, some yeah. people that you know because they already know what your style is like. Maybe somebody that they think is a good person, so it's vetted out a little bit. You know, so that helps a little bit. Sometimes you need to put it out there like, listen, if y'all know anybody that you think would be good, I am, you know, wanting to date again and I'm not looking to necessarily get married or anything like that. But I just want to go out and meet some quality people because sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to date and find the one when it really should be like, let me go out there and make some new friends and be comfortable and be me again. Yeah. You know, have you told your friends that? Have you told your friends? I'll give it to my friends. They're all like most of. Well, I'll say all my good friends are married. Like they are. They have these great husbands that I won't say that I know their relationship. You know, firsthand. But from what I see, their husbands are supportive. And maybe their husbands have some friends or family members that can go out on. Well, you know what, Alyssa, I ain't gonna lie. Dating nowadays is a lot more difficult than it ever has been. People have so much access. People are used to texting. They're used to getting it quick, getting it quick, getting it quick. So it is a lot harder, but I do want you to just have positive energy that you're putting out there. I'm glad you got your own ish together, but I think it's just like trying to find the right job, you know, trying to find the right man. Sometimes you got to put your resume out there. You got to go through some interviews and eventually something's going to click and you're going to be, and when it does happen, you're going to be like, this is why God was setting me up for something so much bigger and better than what I was in before. Sometimes this whole thing is just preparing you for greatness. See, that's why I called y'all. I listen to y'all every day. And don't get me wrong, Uncle Charlotte be going on some people, but most of the time, y'all make my heart feel better. So, yes. thank y'all. A lot of times, these things are just a setup for greatness. So, just remember that something great is about to happen, and you're not about to settle for anything. That's absolutely right. And thank did you, you say you calling from Canada? <laughs> no, I'm actually calling from Michigan, but oh. he the biggest toll on this side of Canada. Like, the whole line, straight across the whole country, just lo- this lo- side A lot of, of holes in Canada. Drake is leading the charge. All right, all, all right. Touche. Right. <laughs> you got a point up Charlotte. <laughs> Have a good Day, baby. Have a great day. All right, Thank Alyssa. You. And when you find the one, call us back, all right? I surely will. And I I'm can't wait. All type of big bread. Thanks, guys. <laughs> all right, girl. I'm all, glad she's in good spirits. All though. I can do is just pray for all the women out there, all my single friends, man. I feel for y'all because Negroes out here, not even just Negroes, men are trifling as hell. Okay. Angela, you got the rumor report coming? Yes, let's talk about Snoop Dogg. Find out what he has to say about all Trump supporters, including Kanye West. Also, we'll be talking about a rapper who recently got arrested. All right, all that and more on the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. I love when people say that. All that and more. What's the more? It's The Breakfast Club. Age after Vegas already. I saw him and his uh, wife, Gia. Salute to both of them. They, uh, you saw on, them? Posting were, pictures of their sneakers on the plane oh in first class. Oh, my God. They're so in love. They want to be Papoose and Remy so bad. They're so bougie. <laughs> like black love and yellow love. <laughs>
Black Black Love and Beige Love. Now we got a rumor report coming up. Angie Lee, who are you talking about? Snoop Dogg. All right. Listen up. This just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Lee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. All right, Snoop Dogg was on with DJ Sus One, and he did an interview and talked about how much he does not like Donald Trump, who is a racist. Check it out. I yeah. tell him straight up, mother if you like that you mother racist, you and him. Now what? Exactly. He drew the mother lines. Before him, there were no lines. Everybody was everybody. We respected everything. We didn't trip. But when you drew the line and start pointing out and singing, y'all didn't. Kanye too. Don't forget about him too. You too. He's right. Tell us how you feel. It's not a whole lot of nuance with Donald Trump. You understand what I'm saying? I remember when I said, I feel like anybody that's a Donald Trump supporter is racist. And everybody's done, whoa, 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 now, come on. But I do feel like that in my head. If you tell me... Kanye wouldn't be racist, but I don't know what the word would be. I'm a Donald Trump supporter. I remember I was going to look at a building one time, and the landlord actually was a big Donald Trump supporter. I looked him up, and I looked at his Twitter, and he was saying all these things. And I was like, I don't know if I could be here because anything could happen. Yeah, I wouldn't call a black person who supports Trump a racist, but I would definitely say they're in the sunken place. Yeah, something. <laughs> and a threat to their own people. Something's going on. Yeah. All right, Maroon 5 is performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. They have, well, they haven't necessarily announced it, but Variety has confirmed it with sources. Could you uh, fart on this selection, please, drama? <laughs> fart on this uh, terrible halftime choice. <laughs> it feels like it's not going to be that exciting. Now, the only thing that could juice it up would be some great special guest appearances. Nope. Fart on Maroon 5. Listen, it's in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta is the, the mecca of hip-hop. It's been, well, now it is. You know, at least it's been the mecca of hip-hop for the phone. Well, New York will always be the mecca. But Eminem, I mean, Atlanta has been the, the, the epicenter of the Did culture you call Eminem for the, the past 20 of years. No. Atlanta has been the epicenter of the <laughs> yes. culture for the past 20 years. And I have figured out the lineup that they could have done. First of all, the NFL is not the mecca of hip-hop. No. So it doesn't matter where it is, the NFL will not be the. But you gotta be, you gotta be culturally in tune enough to know where you at. You in Atlanta? The NFL is not culturally in tune. It's 2019. I would have had Little John DJ. They could have did a quick crump snap medley. Had the Young Bloods come out, do damn, snap your fingers, crime mob, do knuck if you buck. They could have bought out Jermaine Dupri and Ludacris, do Welcome to Atlanta. They could have bought out Outkast, Usher, Ti. Now, what if one of those artists would have kneeled? TLC. It's too much of a risk. And the Migos. (laughs) That's the, that could have been the lineup. Picture that. That could have been the lineup. Picture All of those guys that. are mainstream and global stars. They could have done that. Now, you think the NFL would have actually put that into play? They, In your they head, should've. realistically. We say that, but realistically, you think that would happen? No, because it's okay. a bunch of culturally clueless corporate executives, a bunch of white people who don't know what the hell they're doing. All right, speaking of which, let's talk about Roseanne Barr. She was on <laughs> the Dr. Oz show. And here's what she had to say about moving. I don't want to be around because I... You know, I'll get drawn into a, neg- a negative thing of defending myself or being angry for being mischaracterized, and I want to stay away from it. I want to stay in a joyous, positive, happy place that I've worked my way to again. In what are you going to reflect on while you're in Israel? Well, I want to be able to learn Hebrew, speak Hebrew fluently. I read very slow. <laughs> She's trying to be delivered. She don't want to be a racist no more. <laughs> you was on there too, right, Charlemagne? Not with her. I was I was on Dr. Either's show uh, speaking on a panel about that interview. All right, well, here it is. I think she's full of I hate apologies that people make when they're under the gun. 
You know, like that's not a, a genuine apology. She's only apologizing because she lost her show. She probably feels like she's going to lose a lot of other career opportunities. So the apology is not even authentic. Like she doesn't really feel sorry about anything that she said in no way, shape or form. She keeps trying to blame everybody else instead of, you know, holding yourself accountable. She keeps talking about intention. I didn't intend for it to come off that way, but you can't worry about intention in a situation like this. You got to worry about impact. So if you're acknowledging that your intention wasn't to offend and acknowledge the impact that actually offended. Yeah, and she's a human jar of Hellman's mayonnaise. And, you know, a lot of people talk about apologies, and they were hitting me yesterday saying, well, you know, DJ Envy's apologizing, you've apologized, and Kanye's apologized. Well, the difference is we didn't lose nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so our apologies were sincere. And not getting killed off with opioids. Exactly. All right, LeBron James, they have announced that Ryan Coogler is going to produce the Space Jam sequel. So we're excited to hear that. We all know Ryan Coogler from Black Panther, his Creed, Fruitville Station, all of that. So that should be pretty exciting. Am I here for a Space Jam sequel? Yeah, with hmm. LeBron, that'd be dope. Who are they playing against? The Monstars? I don't know. Hmm. And Plies was arrested at Tampa International Airport. I they saw found that. a gun in his carry-on bag. We saw the text that you sent to du- Lil Duval. How you know that was me? Because I knew immediately that was you. <laughs> That sent that text. Yeah. How oh, you know that was me? We all knew it was you. No, ain't nobody knew that was me. Every, I say, oh, Charlamagne gonna text Lil Duval, making jokes. Like you want your hat off. Listen, I know the struggle. When I saw that video applied, first thing I thought was, please don't take his hat off. Please, man. Well, his mugshot has been released and all of that. He had a haircut though. He did accidentally have a gun in his bag. And, you know, it's been happening to a lot of people moving too fast through airport security. But he's okay. He's home already. Yeah, that wasn't even my concern. I, I mean, God bless Plies. I hope he don't get in no trouble with that gun. All it's I was a registered hoping, gun in his name. He's fine. I was just hoping he had a haircut. And when I saw his mugshot and he had the baldy, I thank the, the, God. You, you know, know why? Because you had to take your hat off up here the other day. Lord have mercy. In front of Lynn Whitfield. <sighs> and it was a definite George Jefferson moment. Y'all don't realize that's, <laughs> that's my biggest fear in the world. One of my biggest fears is that I get arrested and I ain't got no haircut and I got to take that mugshot picture and have that receding headline looking All right, like well, listen, that's your, your rumor report. We got to end that. But we are also giving you a chance to win <laughs> one of 10 trips by revolt to New York for Powerhouse <sighs> NYC, complete with round trip airfare for two people, two nights hotel accommodations, Sweet tickets, and you get to meet us at the Breakfast Club. It all goes down at the Prudential Center, October 28th. Cardi B, Little Uzi Vert, SZA, LMA, G, Easy, Little Baby, Juice World, Little Duval, and more acts to be announced. So make sure you listen for that keyword. When you hear it, text that keyword to 64895, and that's when you'll be entered to win a chance to come see the Breakfast Club live at Powerhouse NYC, powered by Amp Energy Organic. Amp Energy Organic will give you organically unstoppable energy for fueling your hustle. All right, and we got DJ Envy's People Choice Mix coming up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Up.